Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This is Corey Willis with PBI, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. I'm Adam Blattenberg from Diesel World. Hi, this is Dan, owner of Dan's Diesel Performance. I'm Christian Roth of BD Diesel. I'm Braden Fleece, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today on the Diesel Podcast. We've got Corey Willis from PPI, and he's going to join us today to go over some major tuning updates that PPI has. If you have a 6.7 Power Stroke running PPI tuning, you're really going to want to hear what Corey has to say. And then also some new updates. There's new tuning that's coming out for the F-150 EcoBoost, some other platforms, side-by-sides. So we're, we're excited to be able to chat with Corey today, ask him how things have been the last couple months, and what his thoughts are with you know race season, racing in general, and some really cool things that are going to be hitting the market here soon for tons of different platforms. Corey Willis, welcome back to the Diesel Podcast. And uh, it's been a, a minute or two since we chatted, but this spring has been entirely crazy with everything that's that's going on. But I've been seeing a lot of updates on Facebook and Instagram from PPI and some new tuning, updates to tuning, a bunch of cool things you guys have been cranking on this year. Yeah, man, good to be back on. Uh, we've we've definitely not taken the COVID thing and uh, on it with R and D. We we put in a lot of time, uh, me and the other calibration engineers and and really were able to get some stuff pumped out. I saw, I think it was it was really recently, that you guys had a major update for the 6.7 Power Strokes. And I know it's with how you changed the tunes, but I wanted to ask you, what exactly did you guys release for or update for that platform? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, the 11 through 16 Power Stroke, we, we actually had released it a good while back, but it was a really soft release, you know, probably six months or so ago. And I, I wanted to do a softer release for them just in case there was some issues or they lost communication or whatever. But what we do is we uh, we switch all the tuning straight to the CAN bus. So where typically you have to, you know, hardwire a switch in and open the hood up and all that good stuff to be able to switch tunes as you're going down the road or whatever. Uh, now we could take and do them straight up to where you just plug this into your OBD port and you can either turn a switch to go up, or you could easily take your easy link and just click the level one, two, three, four, five. And we also have a option on there too that's still with easy link that says uh, use with hardwire switch. And if you click that, then it'll revert over to the old style method of having a hardwire switch installed. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's really cool, and it's uh, you know for someone to be able to do that and not have to pop their hood, the ultimate goal. So that's what we were able to accomplish, and it's solid, works really well, and pretty happy about it. So that's for 11 through 16 power stroke, and uh, 17 through 19 is right behind it as well. So we've we've got that function. We've had a lot of a lot of uh, interest, and we've done some episodes this year talking about the 2020s, really with the engine part and even a little bit of the transmission. But but how's that how's that coming along? Uh, they're they're monsters. We've been uh, working away on the the TCM calibration for it. And uh, we had picked up over 100 foot-pounds just with calibrating the TCM. Uh, they've, they've got a lot of limiters in them. They're, they're kind of lazy stock. And then 
they dropped like 188 psi pressure, if I remember right off the top of my head, uh, whenever they're under big load. And so we made a lot of adjustments to where even with lockup, we're not seeing uh, a, a pressure loss. So being able to get that pressure way up is is a night and day difference for keeping these things alive. So we were able to do that. And then the uh, on the engine side, uh, more recently, uh, around last month, we were able to take and get into the ECU and actually start playing with it. And it was actually uh, fairly easy to calibrate. Um, it was a pretty simple ECU. Uh, and the reason is because the manufacturers have left lots on the table with this thing. So before adding, you know, hardly any uh, uh, fuel or timing or anything like that, we were seeing uh, 570 rear oil horsepower out of this thing. So the OEM calibration actually went up to basically 570 horse. Wow. Taking in, uh, we haven't released our numbers with, with all the fuel added, the, the timing and boost, but uh, it's more than people think that their, their power strokes to make. It's, it's more than any of the previous months very impressive what's really cool about that is is these power numbers and I'm, I'm sure when you guys release it you know there'll be more details but able to make this kind of power in this torque with all the emissions on the vehicle which in the past was unheard of <laughs> yeah it had been totally unheard of yeah and the thing is, is like doing this with the factory basically all within the street uh limitations this thing's very very efficient um, no additional, I mean, at 600 horsepower, there's still no additional uh, DES consumption. We still got good air-to-fuel ratios. And uh, when we start pumping them much more than that, we're starting to see a little bit of soot. But I'm also seeing some other factors playing in that we'll be able to eliminate with a couple of basic bolt-ons. And um, I, I don't see any reason why these won't be, you know, 650 to 675 horsepower emissions present trucks with, you know, less cost than to even delete it. It's really awesome. It is so nice to see. How crazy. The, <laughs> Imagine yeah. that like, five years ago. It's like, yeah, right. Now it's like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> it's like if you hit 500, it's like you might as well start start a fund to buy a, a new DPF because you're going to clog it. But with what's available now, it's It's that's insane. Crazy. And then the transmission is very efficient. So, you know, we uh, I've seen a lot of numbers. Other guys have posted up with single-wheel trucks, and they're making around uh, 473 to 475 with a one-to-one -one gear ratio and on the dyno, and, and our truck's a dually, and uh, our stock number was 458, but it's still just absolutely mind-blowing that a stock truck straight from the manufacturers making that kind of power. It's just it's crazy to see how much the, the, the vehicles have developed. It's insane. Now on the the Duramax side, what what are some what are some things you guys have been working on? Say with the L5P or well, even I saw with uh, it was I believe the LBZ and LMM. You guys had a, a release recently with with some tuning options. Yep. So we released the uh, LBZ and LMM on EasyLink, and what it was was there was quite a shortage of uh, auto cows and EFI Live devices out there, and we were getting a pretty high demand for, you know, alternatives, and um, I, I wanted to put it on HP Tuners as well, but our website needs to be reconfigured to be able to get it all up there on HP Tuners, so the quickest thing was for us to just get it up on EasyLink, so I took and got all the files mapped out to load in, and uh, we sold quite a few of them, surprisingly enough, uh, or EasyLink uh, 
LBZLMM file doesn't have the DSP5 option in them like EFI Live does, so I didn't think, you know, I, I didn't think we were going to sell many, but uh, surprisingly enough, man, people people love it. They they're eating it up. If you were to, you know, with all the the tuning that you've done with the the newer trucks, we were just talking about efficiency and all the data and everything, and you were to look at the tunes you can do now for an LBZ or LMM verse, you know, back in 2011 or 12, has a lot changed with how PPI tunes those trucks and the the, the limits you can push because of the data and the the testing that you that you've had. You know. What's crazy is is I, I'll a lot of times ride in a truck that we tuned years ago, and it's like, okay, well, you know, let's see what improvements we can make. But I, I'm those LBZ and LMM files, I mean, are just, they've always been on, they've just been dialed. They run freaking good. And so um, I did I did take again, and it's like, okay, well, how do I want this thing to drive, you know, any differently? So while we have the test trucks around, I didn't want to change anything. Everything was, you know, really correct. Everything was really efficient, and uh, nothing, nothing needed to be changed. So surprisingly enough, LBZ LMM, those same old files are, <laughs> are still just <laughs> rock solid. Uh, LML, we've changed up a good bit since the very beginning. Um, you know, we, we, there was a lot to be had on those, but the LBZ LMM, and they, they pretty well rocked out. It was fairly surprising that I didn't actually feel the need that I needed to change change it up quite a bit. How's the Cummins side been? Has it been like that as well, or has it been more of, uh, you know, going back or, you know, just d- discovering new things you can do with it or features you can add? Yeah, the I would be willing to say the, the 06 through 2010, we've pretty well had those pretty on dials. They've been, they've been, they've rocked out really well. Um, I did revisit the 06, uh, sorry, the 03 through 07 Cummins. We haven't released the 03 through 0559 yet, uh, but we did all of that at the same time and revisited it all. And the newer tunes are, they're much cleaner, uh, more torquey, a little more throttle response. And so the, the 59 tunes, we do have a revision that'll be coming out for those. And the, uh, the six seven those seven through uh 09 those were pretty good they were pretty rock solid there wasn't really anything i wanted to change on them uh but one thing we are adding into it is the ability to tune the transmission so uh we'll have that released in the next few weeks through uh hopefully easy link and for sure hp tuners so uh everything that you see us offer on EFI Live and Easy Link. We're hoping that we'll also have it on HP tuners very shortly, because uh, it seems like uh, we're, we're we're picking up a lot more gas market, and these guys are are have these devices in stock, so it'll save on money, and we can still supply the same calibrations over to them. Uh, we've been working with HP tuners a good bit, and those guys have been really really awesome to deal with. So uh, I, I see a lot of HP tuner stuff coming out from our end as well. Uh, the 13 through uh, 18 Cummins. That's pretty well a never-ending monster, I would say. The ECM calibrations have been really dialed. Uh, they run like we're supposed to, but the, the, what we learn more than anything is the emission system. So it's just constantly a, a learning process on them. And uh, we're actually working pretty hard on getting it to where it works better than factory. So that's been our, one of our biggest goals. 
is to make it actually function a little bit better in factory, use a little bit less death fluid, and ultimately less particulates. So that's we've been working on that and having some really good success with it. And I, I think the, the the 13 and ups will be pretty well. They, they won't quit evolving. Uh, 19 through 20, we just released that for Cummins, and that's what I've been driving uh, personally, towing my trailer, and I, I love that truck. Really strong, drives well. Uh, interiors, in my opinion, by far the nicest out of all of them, and uh, it, it's it's strong. It's a it's a solid emissions present 500 horsepower, runs really 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 well. So they'll make more than that, but the files we have released on the cloud now at 500 dialed in, they're awesome. I know this is the diesel podcast, but you guys have been really coming out with a ton of different things i've seen ecoboost stuff i've seen side by side i wanted to kind of open it up a little bit on the tuning side and and what else have you guys been working on or what are some things that you have you know to market now or or it's going to be you know coming up here pretty quick man that's that's been a uh we've been developed so we've been doing the gas stuff for a long time but it hasn't been a it's been more of a fun type thing than i would say you know that want to market it uh, I've been racing side by side. I've been racing power sports stuff pretty much my whole life, but uh, professionally racing side by side is five plus years. So, you know, we've worked one on one with every horsepower company you can think of for side by side stuff, and uh, you know, even even factory BRP. And we know and learned a whole lot. And it's like, okay, we need to bring some of this stuff to market. Uh, we worked a whole lot as well with uh, Evo Power Sports and. You know, a lot of encouragement from those guys. Like, man, y'all, y'all, y'all need to do something with this. So, uh, we've d- d- teamed up with them, and we did a lot of our own calibrations. We share a lot of data back and forth, and I think, but between us both, it's, it, we've really, really seen some good things happening. Uh, the way we're calibrating these new uh, these new bikes is really very on par with how the factory calibrates them. So, you're seeing you're seeing a lot of advancements. For the power sports stuff where you can run it in different elevations and different conditions and we know exactly what works and what doesn't because we have absolutely torture tested these things in every condition you can think of and then uh also working a lot with evo you know they have tons of power uh data acquisition as well so we're able to take and work a lot with each other and and really really make some good things happen and you'll be seeing a lot more from a combination of actually PPI and Evo in the near future. It's going to be really cool. Everyone's going to win. There's so much crossover between the diesel side and then the toys that truck owners like to use, whether it's you know just <laughs> going out outdoors or doing what you do. I always see you all the time. You're going to races and you oh, know, yeah. places I mean- and stuff. And- when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I can't leave nothing alone either. So it's like um, I, I bought a Sea-Doo Spark, and I couldn't leave it alone. Here we are. We 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 picked up just according to. There's really we don't have a way to dyno it, but just by 
the basic calculation tools we use, we pick up 30 horsepower on the Sea-Doo Spark models. So it's, it's crazy. So we're going to release the, all the jet ski stuff here very shortly as well for the Sparks. And um, it, it sounds ridiculous, but I've probably had over 100 requests for tuning for Honda Groms. And I love Honda Groms. So I was like, golly, why do so many people want to tune these things? And my Grom's kind of a wildcat. It's, it's got a you know big cam and big bore kit on it and all kind of good stuff. Got an air-to-fuel gauge that <laughs> calculates VE and everything. And so we'll be releasing Grom stuff before long as well. But I think the biggest kicker people are going to see shortly that we've got a lot of time, a lot of effort, and uh, I, I think we've got one of my good friends works over at PPI's, Eric, and I, I think he's one of the best gas calibrators, you know, in the in the country, especially reversing the OEM stuff. And he has done a very good job. Uh, the EcoBoost was pretty well his baby project, and I'm blown away with the results he had. We we pretty well bought uh, to see where where it stacked up. We pretty well bought most of the tuner the popular tuners on the market's tunes and box tunes and all that good stuff and tested them. And um, I think people are going to be really, really happy with what they see from PPI uh, with the EcoBoost stuff. So we're we're launching all that within the within the week. It's going to be very nice. This the fastest uh, gas truck I've pretty well driven. The one that we've done the intercooler and stuff on. It's ridiculous. Fastest stock truck. Put it that way. Well, that's what's so interesting about the EcoBoost is the upside that they have with them and they're in the truck that is you know there's more of them on the road and sold every year than any other truck and so there's a huge base of people who you know may want to do things may want a little bit more performance and it's just from the outside looking in i haven't driven one i've never owned one um, but it's always interested me what could be done to them to get more performance out of you know that that platform that engine yeah it's it's really insane and um you know, the the thing that I think a, a lot of uh, guys that calibrate these things don't consider is is the there's some good tuners out there, and I've, we've run some awesome stuff, but uh, is boost. Everyone's setting their, their tunes on that, this boost level, this is the horsepower it makes, and whenever we make a sweep on the dyno, it does. It makes that power, but it drastically loses it. The intake air temps on these EcoBoosts just get kind of outrageous, so... Um, a lot of the box things that we ran on the market that are really popular, it was not a sustainable horsepower level. So we were actually able to beat a lot of those in drag races simply by actually having lower boost and making a lot of it with, up with timing. So, you know, there's a, a, lot of, a lot of little tricks that went into the calibration of the EcoBoost stuff, and it, it's, it's really nice. It's a very, very awesome truck to drive. We snuck one on my grandpa. <laughs> he drives an EcoBoost. <laughs> and uh, so we stole the truck from him for a little bit and never told him that we tuned it. So it's like, you know, let's see if, if just the average person that doesn't know will, will catch on. So he was at his, at his hunting camp. <laughs> we took the truck, tuned it, and uh, he called me as soon as he got back in the truck and he said, what did y'all do to my truck? And I'm wondering if it's... <laughs> well, that can go one of two ways. So I was like, oh, what do you, what do you mean? He said, y'all did something to this truck. He said, this thing is a animal now. I feel like I can tow the world down. <laughs> I said, well, we did. We tuned it. 
And he said, I don't know why everyone with one of these trucks wouldn't want something like this. And so I figured if my my uh, mid-'70s grandpa said that, that there will be a lot of average folks out there that will be really excited to run those calibrations. Are they are they available now, like where people can go to ppi.com and, and get them for their EcoBoost, or is it something that's releasing here pretty soon? Yeah, it's releasing very soon. Everything's completely done. Uh, we had H because we we needed a better streamlined method to be able to send the files out because the way it would have been it would have been done was pretty time was the traditional way of doing it with HP tuners that is really time consuming. So uh, we had one of the guys from HP Tuners in at the office today, and we were looking at streamlining a lot of the processes using their software. And that was one of our holdups, was just trying to get it as efficient as possible, because I don't want to have to send someone a device, they wait two or three days, and then they send us a read file, and they got to wait another day. You're looking at a, a, a three to five days on tuning your vehicle. Yeah, that's, that's never been acceptable with us, and that's, that wasn't going to start now. So we were able to get them in there today and uh, get all that lined out, and we've got a streamlined process, and, and I would expect this week or next week you'll be seeing everything available ready to go. I know you're a busy guy, and you got a lot going on, but before I let you go, I have to ask you about something. We haven't really gone too in-depth with it, but it's it's about the race car, which I remember when you guys revealed it, I think it was late last year, um, and everything. And I know, you know, the pandemic and coronavirus and everything's kind of, you know, thrown a wrench in, you know, racing and, you know, when and kind of pushed out dates and everything. But that car drummed up so much interest and so much excitement. I didn't want to not ask you about it or, or what your plans are for it this year, the direction you guys are going. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that, thanks for asking. The, so a couple of things I'll touch on is, you know, during the right before the pandemic happened, you know, everyone knows that we went from straight up race tuning over to uh, all emissions compliant stuff, and it, it's it's what's necessary to stay in business at this point in time under the current jurisdictions, you know. So we went with it, and at the same time we're doing a race car, and people's like, what in the world are y'all doing? Uh, but what it we we all we took in uh, during the pandemic we bought a new facility. Uh, really big facility on 10 acres and we've got plenty of room to expand we've we've bought a bunch of cnc machines uh lathes uh transmission dyno uh we we teamed up and started a, a newer company as well for transmission stuff with one of my super close friends uh evan from limitless diesel is uh everyone knew him new company called elevated ingenuity and um the the, the amount of stuff we have going on is just unreal at the office. I mean, the energy is higher than it's ever been. But, you know, you start doing all that stuff through a pandemic and then all the craziness in the world now, and the markets are just absolutely crazy in every direction and not really in the best way. You know, we feel the same struggles that most people felt. But we haven't slowed up, and um, I, I think people are going to see a lot of really cool developments coming on. And part of the race car thing is, is to be able to, to learn more on data acquisition, how to squeeze every ounce of horsepower out of something that we possibly can, and then also be able to develop new racing parts. So for legitimate, you know, full-blown nasty drag vehicles. And uh, what we've found data acquisition-wise with the race car is really awesome. It's taught us a whole lot and we continue to learn. We recently uh, 
went ahead and threw it on the table and uh, threw a few more parts on the car and went out to uh, PDRA. And Wade leads that. Wade Booty uh, works with us now, and he leads that whole program out from the office. And uh, we showed up, and we ended up actually having a small little electrical gremlin go on, and it hurt us at the line and uh, dove off the front end, and we've seen what went wrong. Just one of them crazy, unfortunate things. But the amount of interest that it drummed up while we were at PDRA was unbelievable. Um, I mean, magazines and everything you could think of, just unbelievable contacts. There's tons of people out at the event just wanting to buy tuning on the spot and just, like, go out and tune the trucks for them while they were there. So it was, you know, I, I love all the diesel events, and we're going to hit what we can but we're trying to drum up some new interest and raise uh, some awareness for diesel performance, and we couldn't really see a much better way for doing that than actually going out and playing with all the gas guys. Uh, we've, still, we've still got things to work out on the car. It's, it's, it can go much faster than what it's being seen now, and uh, I think it's going to be a really, really, really cool thing. So the car's got a, a ways to go, but the data that we're seeing – uh, from the car, I, I think um, I think it's going to really, really change the game of, of performance for diesels, hands down. Really look forward to to the tracks opening up and and kind of you know being able to see trucks and cars and race vehicles just go fast. Oh, and, yeah, I know it's it's or, thickening. You know, you go out to events and there's not even a lot of of, of States haven't even opened to where you can run race events, but the ones that have, there's no one in the stands. So it's such a weird, weird environment. You know, it's 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 a true culture change for the racing industry. That's for sure. I think that I, I, what what you're saying about the the car and being able to take it out there and compete in the gas world and just be able to showcase what it can do is going to be huge, not just for racing, but also for diesel in general and and then you know all the updates you guys are doing you you went through them with us going all the way back to you know lbz's from 0607 and and the support you guys are giving to tons of different platforms so i i appreciate you chatting with us today giving us an, an update on you know tuning and some really cool things you guys are working on and and uh, always encourage everyone that you know is listening. If you're not following PPI on Facebook or Instagram, definitely do it because you get tons of great information right away. And I'll be looking at my feed. I'm like, they got EcoBoost tuning. They got side by side tuning. <laughs> yeah, that's where uh, I, I posted recently. I said we're we're just getting started. So the amount of stuff that we actually tune that people have no clue. You know, you'll be seeing uh, you'll be seeing before the year's over a lot of things that people will be very surprised that we. We tune, so we we just had a 800 horse McLaren on the dyno this past week, and uh, it was sweet. So there's <laughs> there's a lot of cool stuff that I think people will be uh will be surprised that we're going into. But you know we've got the we've got the we got the engineers at the office now. We've got the staff. We've got the training. We've got the track support, and uh, we've we've got the right minds now at the office that it's just it's becoming an absolute powerhouse, and. Uh, you know, it just gives us the fortunate ability to be able to really expand what we've done past just the diesel performance scene. So uh, I've seen a couple of guys say, oh, they're getting into gas because the, the diesel stuff's washing out, but it's it's not. The diesel stuff's just getting started, and seeing the power these new pa- platforms are making, 
and then seeing, uh, I know I, I, I do a lot of development behind the scenes with, with hard parts uh, guys and aftermarket companies. And the stuff that guys are making that are going to bolt right up on the emissions compliant vehicles that I'm confident we'll be able to get EO numbers as well. It's, it's the diesel market within the next year is going to see a shift because you will be able to make more power than you used to make at less cost. And then you, you will be able to, to send out calibrations and make parts without wondering if you're doing it legally or not. So that's, that's going to be a really, really, really cool shift. I think um, some people seen it as the dark ages, and I see it as opportunity. And a lot of your leading parts manufacturers did too. And for me, behind the scenes, seeing, seeing what everybody's working on and helping them calibrate them properly, it's people are going to be absolutely mind blown. So 650 horsepower, you know, with a deleted truck and this and that, uh, the cost and everything it takes to do that, it's not going to be justifiable here very shortly. It's it's very cool, really really cool. I'm excited. I'm definitely excited. It's always great to chat with you and, and hear all the things that you're working on and then see, you know, every, I think every time you've told us something's going to happen or changes that were going to happen, it has, and it's, it's gone in a, a positive direction, you know, overall. <laughs> I catch a lot of flag for it all, but I, you know, <laughs> that my, a good saying I say all the time is the, the leader always catches of the leader leading through the woods always catches all the thorns first. So I, I catch a lot of thorns, but we we're, we're paving a way. Things are things are coming around, and uh, the most impressive thing to me has been just the stepping up at our office and the engineers, and just seeing these guys surpass the knowledge that I even have. So we're all learning off each other. It's really getting awesome and to see all the parts manufacturers starting to step up and say, "Hey, we we see the writing on the wall." What what can we do to where we're still sustainable in five years? And to see all of these guys, you thought they were doing cool stuff in the, you know, just elite race market, to see what they're actually doing, because it's more difficult. It takes more brain power to do this stuff with an emissions-present uh, truck. I mean, it takes the right calibrating. It takes the right parts. And it ultimately, uh, you can take a, a, a goofball and they can tune a deleted truck, and it's going to have fuel and air, and it's going to go faster. But the emissions present trucks are a lot less forgiving. So what you're, what I'm starting to see, and I, I kind of predict it, but it's it's coming to light, is that everyone is getting a lot smarter and doing things a lot more correctly. And when that happens, the whole industry wins. And what really excites me is the fact that, you know, this is going to be at a lot less cost than what it was before. So the industry is going in the right direction, and, and I know a lot of people can't really see it now, but it's it's 100% going in the right direction. It's getting exciting. Well, I definitely appreciate uh, your time as always, Corey, and and uh, look forward to seeing this unfold, chatting with you later in the year and seeing some more cool things you guys are bringing to market, tuning updates and even you know, maybe some surprises with vehicles that you're tuning yeah, there'll be some fun surprises over the next few months, uh, over the next year. So it'll be exciting. I, I look forward to chatting again.